Good evening. Our psalm tonight is Psalm 33 on page 378. And if any of you have the, the normal notes about what passages we're doing, we're, we're switching them up tonight. Not switching them, we're making them correct. It's uh, 1 Samuel 16, 1 through 13, and 1 John 2, 15 through 29. And that's down in the comments in the chat bar. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardoned in peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord's name. Psalm 33 on page 378. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for it becometh well the just to be thankful. Praise the Lord with harp, sing praises unto him with the lute, and string instruments of ten strings. Sing unto the Lord a new song, sing praises lustily unto him with good courage. For the word of the Lord is true, and all his works are faithful. He loveth righteousness and judgment, the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together, as it were upon an heap, and layeth up the deep, as in a treasure house. Let all the earth fear the Lord, stand in awe of him, all ye that dwell in the world. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught, and maketh the devices of the people to be of none effect, and cast out the counsels of princes. The counsel of the Lord shall endure forever, 
and the thoughts of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord, Jehovah, and blessed are the folks that he hath chosen in him to be his inheritance. The Lord looketh down from heaven, and beholdeth all the children of men. From the habitation of his dwelling, he considereth all them that dwell on the earth. He fashioneth all the hearts of them, and understandeth all their works. There is no king that can be saved by the multitude of an host, neither is any mighty man delivered by much strength. A horse is counted but a vain thing to save a man, neither shall he deliver any man by his strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, and upon them that put their trust in his mercy to deliver their soul from death, and to feed them in the time of dearth. Our soul have patiently tarried for the Lord, for he is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have hoped in his holy name. Let thy merciful kindness, O Lord, be upon us, like as we do put our trust in thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 16th chapter of the first book of Samuel. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill me. But the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I name to you. So Samuel did what the Lord said and went to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Do you come peaceably? And he said, Peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. So it was when they came that he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by, and he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel, and Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. And, Sa and Samuel said to Jesse, Are all the young men here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest, and there he is, keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ready, with bright eyes and good-looking. And the Lord said to him, said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded 
the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th verse of the first John. Apologies. Here begins the 15th verse of the second chapter of the first book of John. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest, that none of them were of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is the Antichrist, who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us, eternal life. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not, and you do not need that anyone teach you. But as, the anoint, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that any, everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. 
From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who into the place of the traitor Judas didst choose thy faithful servant Matthias to be of the number of the twelve apostles, grant that thy church, being always preserved from false apostles, may be ordered and guided by faithful and true pastors, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Uh, tonight is the eve of uh, the Feast of St. Matthias. And so we've gone a whole day and a half of Lent and our fast, and so we're coming on a feast day. And um, so I thought, hey, we need a little break already, right? So I think we could probably go longer than if we needed to on our fast, but um, and we will continue our fast. But I just thought it was interesting that we had two days, and here, here we come on a saint's day. So I wanted to talk about the passages because I think they really fit in uh, the, the St. Matthias passages that we're having tonight for the eve of St. Matthias and Lent, and it's all kind of fitting together for me. So let me share with you what I'm what I'm thinking about these things, and, and maybe, um, maybe it'll help you, or maybe you'll have something to share with me later. So Psalm 33 is a general hymn of praise, and it has two themes in it. We see uh, the Lord Yahweh, or Jehovah, as it's said in there, is the Lord of nature, but he's also the Lord of history. So the thought, Old Testament biblical thought, is that those realms are always related. So if you create sovereignly, then you also rule over your creation and all the creatures throughout time. And the Lenten theme I saw there is, for me, the, the, the theme of Lent is to turn from the world and... Um, come closer to Jesus, because what Jesus has for me is what's better than what the world has for me, but I've been living my whole life running back to what the world has for me. And so then we read in verse 16 and 17, No king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain hope for safety, 
neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. So I mentioned my, my theme for Lent is to turn away from the world and go to God for comfort. But I think one of the things about the comfort of the world is that it's not real. It's uh, it's kind of a like a vain hope for safety, as verse 17 says. So we make these contracts with life that we'll do this and we'll do that and everything will be fine. But you'll find that yours is the only signature on that contract. Life didn't sign it too. So our, our best thing to do is to turn to God and find our comfort there. So then we see this passage from the third section of Samuel. And it's the third section because the title of it would probably be the demise of King Saul. We saw how uh, we went from uh, the prophet Samuel to having a king, Saul's um, king, kingship until he um, decided to take things into his own hands and he let his anxiety rule him. And so now we're feeling, we're seeing that his fall and we're, we're already seeing tonight, we're seeing uh, the anointing of David, his successor. And so it's a fitting passage for the eve of St. Matthias, who was also chosen to fill the place vacated by the traitor Judas. So we have the theme of somebody who's fulfilling a place of someone who uh, is not there or not going to be there anymore. Didn't 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 uh, pan out. So we don't know a lot about St. Matthias. And it seems like there's some thought and, you know, as, as a longtime Christian and just thinking a lot of people have almost treated it like St. Paul was God's choice to replace Judas and that St. Matthias was just uh, something that the disciples did out of anxiety. But I want to say something about St. Matthias. The two people that were um, considered for replacing Judas, the requirements were that they, they were with, that, with the group for the whole time of Jesus' teaching. So they had been there and heard everything. And we don't know a lot about St. Matthias, but we know he was a follower of Christ. And after receiving the Holy Spirit with the other apostles on the day of Pentecost, he left to preach the gospel uh, in Judea and uh, other parts of the world where he was crucified. So he was a he was a powerful man of God. He had the Holy Spirit, and he and he followed uh, Jesus' commission to preach the gospel in the whole world. So we may not have heard about him, which makes him a lot like us. We're not always the the stars of the show, but we have the Holy Spirit, and we are called to uh, live a life for Jesus. So we see a tension in here between man's thoughts and God's thoughts. And uh, Samuel saw David's oldest brother and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. And then he says this really important thing, For the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And remember, King Saul was very tall and good-looking. We read in First uh, Samuel 9:2. He had a choice and handsome son whose name was Saul. There was not a more handsome person than he among all the children of Israel. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than any of the people. So it brings me to kind of to a more subtle point here. Samuel interacts with God. They have a discussion. Samuel has a relationship with God. Samuel was raised to serve God from his youth, and he was a prophet. Uh, not just a prophet. He was the prophet of his time. And he was so powerful that the people of Bethlehem asked him when he, if he came in peace, and they were afraid of him. And as the elders of the town, they were trembled, and they said, Do you come peaceably? And he said, Yes, I come in peace. But the important thing was that Samuel in his life learned to lean on God rather than taking comfort in man. And that's our lesson for Lent, is to turn away from the comfort of the world and learn the comfort of God. So a few comments on um, on First John. Uh, the New Testament lesson from 1 John, it doesn't pull any punches and instructs us right off the top with our Lenten task. 
Do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. So St. John calls us into a different kind of life, in a life of prayer, life in the Holy Spirit. And he also instructs us on how to live this life of faith. Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise. He has promised us eternal life. So we live this way, we abide in it, and it becomes who we are and a part of who we are. So like St. Matthias, who wasn't the most famous of the apostles, but was filled with the Holy Spirit, we, we will learn to live on, lean on God's comfort and truly experience God's peace and comfort. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we offer our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Great to be with you tonight. Thank you, Barbara, for responding and Aaliyah for leading. And thank each of you for being here. It's good to share with you. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Have a good night, everybody. See ya.